Hello, you guys, and welcome back to another episode. I've been so excited to share this one with you guys. I'm talking with my friend Kayla Rose today. She is just an incredibly inspiring person, and I literally feel like a changed woman after this episode. She just exudes this energy that makes you want to be more of yourself, which is really cool. And you're going to have full access to her introspective mind today. And I guarantee you, after you listen, you're going to want more of her, which you are totally in luck because she has her own podcast called The Skinny Dipping Diaries, her own platform, which all of this is going to be linked in the show notes. And she just launched a brand new online community, which I'm a part of. There's a small membership fee of $5 a month, which it's been so worth it because I've connected and sort of just become friends with these girls all over the country and we can share resources with each other, songs, podcasts, journal prompts, and just connect and lift each other up, talk about things that have been working for us, uh, struggles that we have, and it's just a really special thing and it's a great segue into the energy that I'm trying to create over here. Lots of connection with guests that I'm bringing on, so if you're new here, it is the perfect time to join not only her platform, but to start tuning into this podcast because there's so much to come and just not being afraid of our own power and connecting with other women and lifting each other up is the vibe, but I will leave the rest for you to just dig into throughout the episode. And without further ado, here is my friend, Kayla Rose. Kayla, Kayla, I'm so happy and grateful to have you on right now. Molly, I am so excited. I can't believe we just like talked for an hour before hitting the record I button. Know. Oh my God, it has been an hour. <laughs> oh, I mean, I was late, so like 45 minutes. Um, yeah. but still, like, I just cannot believe like how good we flow. And I hope that continues. I know it will continue as we continue this conversation on the mic because I love your energy. I feel like we completely connect and I'm so excited for today. Thank you for having me on. Thank you so much for just being here and taking the time. This is the full circle moment for me because I remember when I was in school and I was working basically seven days a week and on the weekends, I would drive three hours to work this coffee job because I made a lot in tips and that's how I like paid my way through school. And for three hours every single weekend I would listen to your podcast Kayla and through this whole like journey of starting my own podcast and it's been like like a shit show because of the equipment and all this stuff but I've never like failed this podcast and now you are on it and it's just like pretty wild right now and I feel like we are just so connected and I'm just really excited to have this time with you <laughs> and the fact that you saved that story for when we were on the <laughs> we just talked for an hour and you didn't tell me that like that I mean you told me that you listened but like not like yeah. that and like that just means so much to me because I fucking love the podcast it's my baby and if I can inspire other people to share their story and and to channel through the messages that source has for them that's all I want to do like I'm really coming into this place and space of 
what is my service? Like, what is my service to the world? And it's not to teach people how to be me. Like, it's not to teach people how I live my life or, or yeah. to like copy me. It's to literally empower other people to be the most authentic version of them. Like how, how can I teach you to be more you not to be more me? So I feel like you have taken everything that you've heard and you've made it so yours and just the way that you speak. And I cannot wait to listen to your podcast now, like, and go through and listen to some episodes because I think you're brilliant and the way that you articulate yourself and the thoughts that you have is so in alignment, alignment with my own and that fucking blew my mind. I'm I was crying when you just said that. So thank uh, you me know that. And uh, it's so crazy how that happens. Like I love that you've taught me this new word of expanders because I've always be- I've always believed that, you know, if you see somebody doing what you want to do, it's not taking away from you, which a lot of people think it does. People think, oh, well, well, they're doing it, so I can't do it. And there's not enough space for me. And it's just like, that is so inaccurate. That is so like capitalism and the ego, like coming into play and trying to make you feel small. Because in reality, the only reason that somebody would step into your sphere of consciousness, like your, your place of visibility and observation would be if the universe believes that you can do it too. And they are planting seed for you and being like, see what is possible for you. And I always tell my best friend this because she definitely compares herself to like me and where I'm at a lot with my business and like my social media and things like that. And, you know, that's something that she wants for herself to be out in the world. And I'm like, it's not, it's not a you versus me girly. Like, I'm like, I'm here to show you like, this is possible for you. And I fucking believe in you so much. And you can be doing exactly what I'm doing. And if you come into the space, that doesn't mean that there's any less space for me. That means that there's more space for all of us, like collectively, because like the more that we can just speak our stories and share what is on our minds and on our hearts, the more that we are free and the more that we are free the more collectively we can just level the fuck up. And that's what I want for us all. So I love that you've taught me about expanders because I'm just like, wow, I've had expanders in my life too. And I'm so grateful to be an expander for somebody else. Yes, I know. And I just feel like that word puts the, the feeling, it puts a word to a feeling that I've had because I used to feel like that a lot with like other creators, especially when I was in college still. And I was like, I don't want to, do my degree. I don't know what I'm doing. I just want to be a creator. Like I want to just, just exist and have that, have an impact on people. And I would always feel that like subtle comparison because you're like, oh, well, there's already someone that's talking about, you know, nutrition on a podcast. There's already someone that's, you know, talking about alignment on a podcast. Like that is, that seat is filled, but I, shifted that perspective to make them like an expander for me and 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 just sort of change my perspective as the they're not taking up like a seat they're like everyone just has their own gift and the more you that you are you will create your own seat like you're not trying to fit into like something or like there's there's room for you because you're you you know what I mean so and and it's been so fun to watch your journey as like someone you know you're in it so it's you're probably just always like like (laughs) creating and doing all these things but I like 
it's very easy for me to remember what you used to talk about and like you had your podcast was a lot different like I think it was like three years ago or something that I started listening and yeah. it was a lot different and just like seeing you grow over time and that's been something that's like I continuously sort of like have to uh, stop myself from cringing at how bad my podcast used to be because it wasn't bad. It was just like so different. And I was like younger and totally. just being able to see other creators progress over time and having that be out there sort of like gives you permission in your mind to be like, oh, I'm allowed to grow like every day my podcast gets better. Like they're doing it. I can do it. It's just, it does create totally. this, like, uplifting energy of all these different entrepreneurs out there especially like our people our age and it's so so deeply inspiring what you're doing and I love the things that you talk about on your podcast I feel like you've always had this vibe of talking about like aligning with your highest self which it it means so much to me it means more than just like oh let's align with our highest self it's like no that's like where you are so magnetic and like that's when your life really is the juiciest is when you're just aligned as fuck and like you feel deeply alive. And I just feel like you set such a good example for, for people to see what's possible for their lives. And you also talk about mental health and the nervous system and setting boundaries and transformation. I just am obsessed with you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. It's so cool because projects, carve themselves like you're yeah. gonna start something you're gonna start a creation you're gonna start a project and you're gonna think it's gonna be one thing but in reality this this thing that you have like this project this creation this baby that you have just like any child like you can put as much as you want into it and you can shape it and create it but it does have an energy of its own so that's why yeah. over time like your creation your podcast your business it's going to evolve it's gonna evolve because it has a life of its own it has an energy of its own and it's been so cool to see like how skinny dipping has been that because i mean obviously you know like i did it with another person and then i like mm -hmm. rebirthed it on my own and then i've like tried doing solo episodes and like guest episodes and like i'm just kind of trying everything and exploring what it means to carve out my own specific vision and kind of going back to what you said before like it's not that you're trying to fill somebody else's seat or that you want to be somebody else. It's that your own past experiences make you so uniquely you and you have a perspective that no one else can have because you've lived a life that no one else has lived. And when you realize that, you realize that all your past experiences, all your past traumas, all your gifts, all, all your talents, like all these things come together to make this unique, beautiful package of you and what you have to offer the world and the service that you have to offer the world. And no one else can be that. And you can't be anybody else. Like, yeah. the, like you were saying, like the more that you can step into who it is that you are and what you have come here to do and kind of like taking all your different skills and talents and past experiences and and your past traumas because i truly believe like what you've been through and what you've gone through is your medicine to the world like no one else has experienced that so when you pull all those things together you have something that is so unique to offer the world so i love that you said that because you're not replacing anyone no one's replacing you like we are all here to 
you know, collectively give a message and then also individually give our messages and share what we've been through and what and what we have to offer. Yes, I love it. And it just gets rid of that competition feeling or I don't know. It just is very reassuring to know that the only job that you have during this lifetime is to be so yourself. So I'm not gonna lie. I, Wait, I, I compare. Like I compare and I just want to like own my shit because you know that yeah. I that like nobody's business is like I struggle with comparison all the time. Like it is a normal thing for the ego to compare. Like, and you know, whenever I'm in comparing, sometimes I just give it a little bit of airtime. Like instead of being like, no, no, don't think about that. Push that away. Like the more that we resist it, the more that it persists. What we resist persists. That's kind of hard to say with that. <laughs> but I realized like, okay, like instead of being like, don't think that, don't think that and feeling shameful and bad about comparing because I know that it's not good for me. I know that it's not truth. I know that it's not my soul speaking. Like, even though I know that sometimes I'm like, okay, give it to me. What do you want to say? Like, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen. I'm going to hear you out for a second and kind of letting it run its course for a second. I mean, obviously don't spiral down, but sometimes I just kind of let it run its course for like a minute. And then I'm like, okay, now we shift states. We either like put my attention elsewhere um, and put my attention back on like myself. And that's the best thing that I can do. But sometimes I just give it a little bit of airtime because it's like, I don't want to resist that energy because it's coming up for a reason. Like it's coming up to heal deeper. Like that energy of like comparison, not feeling good enough, um, feeling like, you know, you're not going to achieve what you want. You're not going to end up in the place that you want to end up in like I just let it run for a second I'm like okay I'm gonna not resist you like let's let's hear what you have to say <laughs> like like speak your truth queen like my little ego I'm like, <laughs> off for a moment and I find that helps me because like I would compare and then I'd be like oh Kayla don't compare like and I'd get mad at myself for comparing and just like sometimes we just need to listen to ourselves and let the thoughts kind of like come and let them go. And then we realize that's all they are. They're just thoughts and they're going to come and then they're going to go. And then we're going to distract or place our attention elsewhere. And those thoughts no longer exist. So I don't know. I don't know why that came up for me, but I felt like I had to share that. No, I, I appreciate that. I would love to get to know what you're up to recently and the 30 day flow challenge. I want you to, I want you to talk about that and just like, what you do as a creator so the audience can sort of like get a feel for like who you are wh where you come from yeah well basically i i'm kayla rose <laughs> that's me <laughs> i like to say like i'm a soul in progress that's kind of like the term that i've coined that has come that came to me one day and i was like that's how i feel like i'm constantly feeling like a soul in progress because you know, I think in life, like, especially in this human experience, like we see things very linear, lin like in a linear way where it's like, oh, I'm starting here and I'm ending here. And in reality, I believe life is, a, is about experiencing and evolving and knowing that it's not about a final destination point. And it's not about also hating myself into change either. Like I can accept where I am now. And I can also know that I'm going to evolve into the most magnetic, authentic version of myself. And then I might not be like, I've gone through phases where I'm like, so aligned, like literally manifesting things within 24 hours. Like I am just like, so deeply in connection with myself. And I feel like 
all the downloads coming in. I see like the wind blowing outside being like, yeah, Kayla, we know <laughs> like literally like the Love wind it. will take over. I'll feel chills always. Like I feel so connected and there will be times where I feel so disconnected and I completely forget everything that I've learned. And I go back to square one and I realize I am a soul in progress. And I think that is the number one thing that I've learned about myself on these, on this couple year or almost four or five year journey now of having like a spiritual slash mental health journey. And yeah, where I'm at right now is I am a podcast host, like, like not to like grab onto like the ego things, but I truly believe that words are medicine. And I believe that personally in my purpose, my words are medicine to the world. I also think other people's words are medicine to the world. I just know my purpose, like speaking in my purpose, like my words are medicine and that's what I want to do with my life. And I want to change lives. And so kind of what I've been doing right now is I am premiering a community tomorrow, which by the time this comes out, that'll be out. <laughs> and I want to take social media that, you know, has a lot of toxic comparison and I want to cut out all the bullshit and I want to be like, okay, where can we have a space for soul show media, social media led with soul and allowing ourselves to focus on education, alignment, connection, community, and just freaking leveling up. So that's kind of what I have going on right now. And recently I've been posting about the 30 day flow challenge. Um, this is something that I've kind of done quite a few times. Um, I think it goes back to the six pillars of mental health that I really kind of honed in on last year and kind of being like, okay, when is my mental health the best? Like, that's the questions I ask myself. I feel like to find answers, you need to ask yourself the right questions. And I was like, okay, Kayla, like you want to help other people, you know, when do you feel like your most aligned, tapped in, um, expansive self? And I realized, you know, there are things that I do like movement, meditation, breath work, aligned action, um, learning, creativity, joy, all these things I know make my life better. <laughs> so I've done challenges like this before by myself, but I was like, okay, I want to share. Like, I want to share what's going on. I want to show other people that, you know, sometimes you just need to have that discipline and that intuition, like meet in the middle, because, you know, if we're too disciplined and too in that masculine energy, like we're going to feel like we have life by a fucking chokehold. Like we're going to feel like I need to control, like I need to control so that I'm safe. And in reality, like discipline is so important, but it needs to be met with intuition because you need to listen to that feminine energy, that divine feminine energy telling you, okay, but what does your body need right now? How can we flow with your cycle? Like, how can we allow ourselves to be intuitive with our discipline? Because we need both. And when we find that balance, I notice that I live my most joyful, abundant, peaceful, amazing life when I am in that balanced place of discipline. And intuition. So that's kind of what the 30 day flow is. I was like, okay, like it's based off of the idea of the 75 day hard and like how that is such toxic masculine energy. And mm -hmm. like that is holding life by a fucking chokehold, like a death grip on life in the 75 hard. And I was like, okay, but I've also gone 
all the way to the other end where I have no discipline and Mm -hmm. I feel so shit if I don't have Mm -hmm. discipline for the things that make my life better. I feel so off the rocks. I want to drink. I want to smoke. I want to sleep. I want to just fuck off from all, all my things in life. So I know that I need both. And, you know, it's fun, obviously, to be in that intuitive energy. But if it's not met with discipline, then we don't have any sort of structure. And I feel like we get lost. So that's kind of the purpose of the 30 day flow challenge. Every single day for 30 days, I will be doing the six things. I started out with five and then I was like, I have to add creativity in there. So the six things in there are movement. Um, this can be any kind of movement, but I'm kind of cycle syncing. So when I'm ovulating, I'm doing something a lot more extreme. And when I am more in my moon, I'm going to go on like a walk or something like that, or do a yoga flow. Two is going to be meditation. I'm allowing myself to explore different kinds of meditation. So, you know, I realized that breath work is very meditative for me. So I can do, you know, any kind of guided meditation or breath work, or I've been doing walking meditations. Um, I've been playing my sound bowls or playing my piano, and that allows me to explore different kinds of meditations that aren't like sit here and be quiet <laughs> because I struggle with that. And then we have aligned action, which I have I'm it right here. Oh my God. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> yes. Wait, let's list off the things and then maybe we can go into whatever you want, but aligned action. And then we have like learning something or reading. Um, I think that, you know, when we learn something new, it just increases that dopamine in our brain. And, and I think it completely aligns us to ourselves. I think knowledge <laughs> education is so fucking important. And then um, we have joy and create slash creativity because I think creation is just feels so good. Like to create, to be in that creative flow state is like the best fucking feeling ever. Um, and then what's the last one? Sorry. A lot of action it? or move meditation. journal meditation. Oh, journal. Oh, okay. Journaling. Journaling so important. So, and I really like, I'm not good at being disciplined in my journey um, with journaling. I'm not good at that at all. So that is something I added to this so that I can be on that. So those are the six things. Wait, will you read them through for me? Sorry. Yes. Movement, journaling, meditation, aligned action, learning and reading. And then you added creativity. I added creativity slash joy, like just something fun for your day or something creative because I feel like, I don't know, that's a bonus one. I put that as a bonus because maybe not everyone resonates with that. But for me personally, like when I look at, okay, when am I most, when am I my most joyful, abundant self? Like it's when I'm creating, it's when I'm Mm -hmm. dancing, it's when I'm playing piano, it's when I'm singing. Like I love art. I love music. I love Mm -hmm. dance. And I think those are something that fuels me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that because it makes every day feel like a little bit different. And like I recently just got like pastels and I've been wanting to do like watercolor. And like I said, I was making, I've been making those little tinctures and it makes life just feel playful and like rich with like, like childlike excitement almost. And so I love that. I love adding like a creative thing or like a joyful thing to the mix. Totally. And the energy of play is one of the most potent energies that I think that we can tap into. Like when I am in the energy of play, I can fucking do anything. Mm -hmm. Like I literally can be anything and do anything and attract anything when I'm in that energy of play. And I don't know if it's just 
for me personally, because I'm an Aries and like that is my, you know, innate sun sign nature is like, okay, like I just want to play. Like that's what I want. And even though I mm-hmm. love, even though I love business and I love like all these fun things that we get to do as humans to create businesses and, you know, I do love to move forward and, you know, have that idea of quote unquote, like success within this physical world that we're experiencing. Like, I love that shit. But at the end of the day, like, I just want to have fun. Like, I just literally want to live a life where I have fun. Like, when I look back in the times where I've been like, just like the best and like in the best mental space, I'm just like, I was having fun. Like, I was in deep connection with amazing friends. Like, I was adventuring. I was being in nature. Like, I was in that childlike play. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, childlike play is not childish. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's not immature. In fact, I feel like to be in that energy is to strip away all the layers of everything that we've been taught to like grow up or be serious or get your shit together. And it's just like, what's the fun in that? <laughs> Whatever I literally look at, I look up to and I'm like, I want to live a life like them. They are the most playful people that I know because they're joyful and mm-hmm. joy is the highest vibration, like joy and gratitude. Like I feel like those are simultaneously the highest vibrations that we can we can be at. I just know that feeling. And it feels good to feel good. And I just want to live a life, you know, obviously I want to experience the the hard times and allow myself to feel to heal, but I'm allowing myself to feel to heal so I can freaking feel good <laughs> and I can move through the difficult things so I can live a life of more joy. And it's not about happiness because happiness is fleeting, but joy is just the state where we're just like, okay, like shit can hit the fan. Like, but I know who I am and I know that I was put on this earth for a reason and I want to explore every single facet of that as a human in this moment. And I just know that play and joy is just something that is not prioritized enough. Like we're not enjoying life. Like we're, like people just don't enjoy <laughs> life. Like they're so caught up in the rat race and like, and I'm not like completely removed from the fucking matrix, but I don't feel like I'm completely in it. Like, I feel like I'm creating my own business. Like I, I travel full time. Like I get to live on this beautiful island that I was born on. And in reality, like I just want other people to experience that more. Like play is so important and it's just something that can't be taught. Like you just have to embody it. Mm hmm. I love that. I think that you and me, obviously, like a big priority for us that I'm noticing is like connection and like having Mm -hmm. close relationships with your family and your friends and like how that fuels us. Um, I think it's all about knowing who you are and what your priorities are. Like I'm always doing check ins and reevaluations of my life and my journal and being like, okay, what are my priorities right now? Because for somebody else, like maybe pouring in 10 hours of their day to that their creation or that baby like that fuels them and that fills them. For me personally, I find that, you know, I really think that my job, I guess my job, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes because I'm like, it's my job, but it's also my creation. And um, I noticed that, you know, I need to live my life (laughs) and I need to experience life in order to do what I do and allow um, myself to like teach and help others I need to like live my life like I needed to surf this entire weekend like that's what I needed to do like I have a launch coming tomorrow but I got back to Maui and I'm like I need to surf like this is what I need and I know that if I'm living my life I can show up best for the people 
that um, I'm giving service to through, you know, content creation or through photography, which is my other business. I just noticed that, you know, I have to live my life, but other Mm -hmm. people like living their best life, like totally might look like really pouring everything into their business or, or maybe it looks like, you know, really spending a lot of time with their family. Like Mm -hmm. it's about knowing what your specific priority is at this moment, because it doesn't have to be your priority for the rest of your life, but maybe for this chapter, maybe for this cycle, like that is what you are meant to focus on right now. And that's totally okay. Like we fluctuate and we go in and out of needing different things for ourselves. And that's something I've definitely learned throughout this journey is giving my, giving myself permission to shift and change and evolve because I'm like, Oh, I was this way. And these were my priorities. And this is how I lived my life before. And that seemed to work out for me, but then it didn't anymore. And you realize that like things run its course and cycles end and what worked for you then isn't going to work for you now. And that's totally okay. So I'm all about the constant reevaluation, the constant rebirth of being like, okay, what are my priorities? How can I take aligned action towards what I want and what my intentions are in this moment daily in the small steps so it doesn't feel so big? And I find that when I give myself permission to change and grow and evolve, it doesn't hurt so much when I'm getting ripped away from a an old chapter and an old cycle, like, cause that's mm-hmm. it's painful, you know, it's painful. And, and we grieve when we, when we lose an old chapter or an old way of operating. And it's like, okay to be like, okay, well that served me then. And I'm so grateful for those tools and resources that I gained during that cycle. But now I'm in a new chapter. And then after this, I'll be in a different chapter. And I really feel like life is cyclical in that way where we experience something and then we let it go. And the more that we can just accept that, the less pain we will be in when that moment comes, because it's always going to come. Like we're always going to be different. And what works for us now might not work for me in two weeks from now. The 30 day challenge might be like a cycle and then it might be done. And I might be like, okay, now I need to focus more on my business and my entrepreneurship. And and I need to have structure around that in a different way. And maybe a challenge around that. And it's like, it's okay. <laughs> you know, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You have such a beautiful perspective on life and just moving through with grace and evolving. Like, I'm just curious, like, how do you feel like the version of you now was formed? What was your childhood like? And like, how did that affect who you are today? And then who you ended up evolving to be like, what do you feel like are pivotal times in your life when you learned the biggest lessons or do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I would say like I had a very stable childhood, which is something that like a not a lot of people in this space can say. So I'm really, I'm really grateful for that, obviously. Um, but I feel like my growing didn't come to like later in life. I feel like I was very almost like toxically positive, like growing up and like very like I didn't know how to feel my feelings. Like I was definitely taught that, you know, quote unquote negative emotions, even though that's such a subjective thing, like emotions are not good. They are not bad. They just are. Um, But what I deemed as like negative emotions, like anger or frustration or sadness, just like not feeling good, pain, grief, I didn't know how to feel those. Like I 
would push them away like nobody's business like I did not want to experience them and then it just came there came this point in my life where I had a lot bottled up and I was pretty fucking angry like all the time like I was a landmine constantly waiting to be stepped on so that I could burst so I could let out those negative emotions for lack of a better word um so that I could, you know, express myself because I didn't know how to express myself at all. Like I didn't know how to express the pain or the sadness or the grief. So I would cover it up with anger. And that's when I started going to therapy and I got really close with my therapist, who was also kind of my life coach slash spiritual mentor. She has taught me pretty much everything I know. And I'm so grateful for her in my life. Um, And I think that was a really big turning point because once I realized I had been lying to myself like for so long, I realized I never wanted to do that again. And that's when I wanted to know the truth. That's why I started reading so many books and listening to so many podcasts because I wanted to understand myself. I wanted to understand my brain and why it was being the way it was and my body and why it was being the way it was and my emotions and my nervous system and being like, why am I the way I am? Because I realized I wasn't who I wanted to be like I could be this bubbly like social extroverted person and could be like so happy and then like I could flip a fucking switch and I could rip somebody to shreds with my words like I could be so mean and so angry and so upset and just like projecting my own insecurities onto other people around me and when I got called out on it by my therapist and I realized like that's not who I want to be the wind is going off right now outside just like giving me major affirmation. I just realized I had the ability to change and I never knew that. Like I didn't know that I had choice. I didn't realize that I had choice over, over who I wanted to be. And I didn't realize that if I felt my feelings and I moved through through those difficult, you know, feelings that on the other side, I would like almost ascend or like evolve and shine a little bit brighter and be a little bit more myself because It was never about, you know, putting things on top of me to create a new version of myself. It was about taking all the things away that had been placed on me or I had placed on myself over time to cover myself up in protection mode. I realized that I could allow those different layers of me to peel off and underneath there was brightness and there there was light and I didn't have to be so angry and so upset and not saying that I don't go back to those ways sometimes, but I'm just a million miles from where I used to be. I think that was a big turning point because it wasn't like I had this big traumatic thing happen in my childhood, which was why I never went to therapy. And I was really against therapy. I was like, well, I haven't had trauma. Like I haven't, you know, I haven't been, you know, physically or mentally abused. I did, you know, I, I, I haven't had that. And I almost like invalidated my need for help because I didn't think that it was serious enough. And that was, that just went back to me not being able to feel difficult feelings because at the end of the day, like I needed help. (laughs) I needed help moving through, you know, all the things that I was taught. And the main thing that I've moved through is that, you know, it's okay to feel hard feelings. Like it's okay to experience hurt and to experience pain and when we experience it and when we own it, it no longer owns us. And once I started to go through cycles of, you know, 
experiencing that pain and then getting out on the other side and seeing how much brighter I shined, I realized, okay, this isn't that bad. And in fact, it's actually a really good thing. Like it's a really good thing that I experienced that. So I think that's just kind of where all of this came from was just like this deep need to change because I wasn't who I wanted to be. And I wasn't treating people the way that they should be treated, like with love and respect, even though, you know, I was a a good person in my eyes, you know, I was projecting a lot and covering up a lot. And it wasn't until I began to experience the tough emotions that I realized that I am the only one responsible for my life and I'm the only one responsible for changing and evolving. And I'm the only one responsible for my feelings. Like what I've been through is not my fault, but now it is my responsibility what I do moving forward. And Mm -hmm. that is the most empowering thing I've ever experienced because we can place blame and we can deflect all day long. But once we learn how to take full accountability and responsibility for our life, like that's when we truly give ourselves choice. And I gave myself no choice before. Like I did not have choice over how I reacted, how I acted. Like I just was going through the motions and and responding in in the way that, you know, I immediately would in the ways that I was taught to. And I just realized like okay, like now I have choice. Once I own it and I become responsible and accountable for my life, like I have choice. And it felt so good that I wanted to help other people do the same. And I also never wanted to put myself in a box. Like, I just want to like learn about all these different things because they're helpful. <laughs> they're just like, they've, they've helped me a lot. Like, so yeah. I don't know if that, does that answer your question? I'm sorry. That kind of, no, hundred percent for sure. Like this is a safe space for tangents. I'm just so curious. <laughs> like that is um, w- something I, I want to know more about what maybe what you learned in with your therapist as like certain practices that helped you or methods of some sort that helped you peel the layers back to like feel more safe in your body to experience those adverse emotions and communicate with people around what you were doing like what kinds of things did your therapist help you with in that sense or practices Yeah, totally. I feel like it's going to be, I'll tell you about me, but I just real quick, I want to say it's going to be different for everyone. I really think that like the way people deal with things is in two different categories. Um, We either are exploders or we're stuffers. Like sometimes people can't speak up and can't say what they feel and then they get resentful and that's the stuffer category. And then I'm more in the exploder category where you don't even take a second to pause. You don't take a beat to take a deep breath. You just fucking unleash whatever you're fucking thinking and whatever your ego is doing to, you know, deflect or to blame in that moment. And so mine will specifically like my my work is to <laughs> unlearn that more so mm-hmm. like unlearn that. Um, so it's going to be different for somebody who struggles more with resentment and keeping things in. I feel like for me personally, it was all about taking a beat, like taking a breath, walking away, taking a second because I did not know how to take a second and I would react. And what my therapist taught me to do is to respond, overreact. Because when we respond, we're leading with our heart. And when we react, we're leading with our ego. So I think a couple actionable things that you know, has really worked for me is one getting body work, like to have like somatic healing has been so powerful for me because like 
our all our trauma like all our limiting beliefs like it's stored in our body somewhere and when we can tap into those places in our body and give it that release like literally like massage it out of you like that has helped me so much because i had so much stored energy inside me that wanted to come out and so i think somatic healing has been really important for me the second thing i would say is exercise like i know that if i don't work out for like five days in a row I'm going to be the biggest bitch. Like I'm not going to have any control over my emotions. But the more that I have daily movement in my life, which is a non-negotiable, I know that I'm actually like releasing that that energy out of me in that moment and I think that working it out, moving it out of my body, moving that intense emotion out of my body has been so helpful. So two, movement, first somatic healing, two, movement. Third, I would say um I've been working on this technique that I talk about on TikTok and I've talked about it on the podcast. It's called anything but anger. And I think that when we're feeling anger, I mean, some people disagreed on the TikTok, but I believe that anger is the secondary emotion. Like you're trying to cover something up. Um, our ego's main purpose is to protect. And the more that we can protect ourselves, we think that we are keeping ourselves safe and therefore we can pass on our genes. And from an evolutionary perspective, that is the main purpose of the analytical mind and of the ego is to keep us safe. So when you start feeling that pain, that sadness, that sadness that feels really painful, like it feels like your heart is hurting, your ego is going to step in and be like, okay, let me cover that up and let me protect you with something. And how can I make you feel strong? How can I trick you into thinking that you are powerful in this moment? And for me, it has always been anger. For some people, it's silence. Like once they start feeling that pain, like that, what they do is like the stuffers, like they'll be like, okay, well, I'm going to shut down because that's my protection mechanism is like covering it up with like the shutdown. For me personally, it was covering it up with the explosion, the illusion of control, thinking that, okay, well, if I yell and I scream and I like tell this person off, like I'm in the driver's seat, I'm in control, I'm protected, I'm safe. And that is such an illusion because all you're doing in that moment when you're angry is hurting yourself. You're hurting your nervous system. You're raising your cortisol, which cortisol is like directly linked to every disease, inflammation, <laughs> like literally like stop raising your fucking cortisol, Kayla. Like that's what I had to realize. <laughs> I was hurting myself so badly by constantly getting upset. And like, even though I was hurting other people with how like the Scorpio in me can like rip someone to fucking shreds. Like I have a Scorpio rising. I can, t I can rip somebody to fucking shreds if I want to, but that's not, I mean, it hurt them for a second, but at the end of the day, I'm the one that's hyped up. I'm the one that's raising all the cortisol in my body. I'm the one that's dysregulating my nervous system. And I realized that I was hurting myself and not helping myself. So anything but anger is going to any other emotion, but anger. And for me, it's sadness. If I can get right to the tears like once I start to feel that anger bottling up, if I can like get real with myself and be like, okay, I'm actually sad right now, or I'm actually wildly insecure right now, or I'm actually super scared and fearful and anxious right now. If I can get to those emotions, I don't have to go through the pain that I'm, that I'm causing on my body through getting angry. So anything but anger has been a really powerful technique for me because I've learned that I do have choice in that moment. And if I'm if I'm really, really angry, I need to go freaking stomp it out. Like I'll literally go on the grass and I'll like be like move my body or shake it out or just like somatic shake and like get the energy out of me. 
But if I can just go straight to sadness and to like feel that, you know, first emotion that the anger was trying to cover up, I noticed that that has completely helped transform my life because I can take a beat. I can take a pause and I can be like, okay, I don't want to hurt myself anymore. I can't hate myself into change. I can't punish myself into change. Like you can't, like it's only hurting you. You need to love and accept yourself through that difficult emotion that you are experiencing. Mm -hmm. So powerful. For anyone that doesn't know what somatic healing is, do you mind just explaining that? Yeah. So somatic, anything to do with your body. So like I personally, like my therapist literally like puts me on a massage table and she'll massage me. Um, But like other people, like, you know, they'll even work with hands and like move energy through like different pressure points or things like that. Um, Somatic healing is just going to be anything that has to do with like the physical, the physical form. Um, And I'm not super educated on that, so I can't really say that much more. But I know for me personally, like moving the energy out of my body or getting a massage out of my body or going to the chiropractor and literally feeling the energy realign in my body and the chi realign in my body is so, so powerful. And we forget that our body has such this innate knowledge that that our brain doesn't even understand. Um, just from an evolutionary perspective, like our body knows so much and and we can almost, you know, I think we all know that feeling when you wake up one day and you're just really fucking anxious (laughs) and you're like you don't get it and then later in the day like somebody drops a bomb on you like they tell you something and and you realize before your brain knew oh i'm getting such chills right now before your brain knew before your your like conscious mind had the opportunity to experience that pain your body already knew it was coming I'm like literally getting so many chills saying this because it, it happens like you'll wake up and you'll feel so anxious and then somebody will drop a bomb on you and you're like, I fucking knew it. I like mm-hmm. your body knows your body knows before your mind knows your body under not even knows, but your body understands mm-hmm. it comprehends what's going on before your mind does before it reaches your mind because our bodies are just so fucking smart. Like they're just like calculated and like they've been programmed to just know so much. Like, I don't know. It's, I don't, I don't even know why I can't even get into like the science. Cause I don't even fully understand, but I know that that happens. I experience it. I know that I can feel when something intense is coming in my life, but I don't know what's happening yet. I can also feel when something really exciting is coming in. And that's because we know, <laughs> we just know, I don't know. <laughs> no, I I think it's really powerful to, like you said, sort of analyze your patterns. Like whenever you have a blow up, like what are the things that you you were suppressing the prior week or the prior day, and just like really taking inventory often and trying a bunch of new things. You know, like going to therapy or journaling and just just trying out everything. So. And if I could choose like one thing to do, like one actual like practice, it would be movement. Like if I could like take all of those and I only could do one for the rest of my life, which like you don't have to do that, obviously. But if someone had (laughs) some point and they were like, you can only do one of these six things for the rest of your life, what would you do? I'd be like movement 100 percent. Like if you are stagnant, move like if you need to change your state, if you're anxious, if you're caught in a negative like self-talk loop pattern move 
like literally move your body because it almost does put you in some sort of meditative state. And you're also kind of telling yourself like, I'm willing to show up for you. Like it is such an act of love to like love your body enough to be like, I want you to be strong. Like the reason that I'm moving you is because I want you to be freed of that emotion. The reason that I'm moving you is because I want you to be strong. The reason that I'm moving you is because I want you to be able to get unstuck. I want you to move through this, like to move through things. We need to physically move, like go on the fucking run, go on a walk, do a yoga flow, stretch out. First of all, like also stretching out the hips as a woman is so important, like so much trauma and, 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 and like sexual repression is stored in our hips. Like, um, I know that if anyone has done this before, you do like different like stretching techniques with your hips, like you will probably cry. Like you'll be in yoga and you'll just start crying and you're like, wait, I don't even understand. Like I don't have anything to be sad about. And it's like those emotions are stored within your body. So if I could pick one thing to do in my practice, it would 100% be movement. I think it makes my life a million times better. And like you said, it's going to be different for everybody. But if this resonates with you right now, like make movement a priority. And it's not about looking a certain way or achieving a certain body type. It's literally about being like, okay, I want to move through this. So what do I do? I move. <laughs> like I literally am going to move my body and your body will thank you. Like it, it feels good to be strong. It feels good to um, show up for my body in that way and being like, I'm going to I'm going to take care of you, girly, because I know that the more I move you, I, I like the more I love you and the more I help you, the more you're going to help me. Like we're in a relationship with our body almost, you know, and so like, what you can't control your thoughts. Like that's the thing. Like you can't control your thoughts. I mean, mm -hmm. maybe other people would disagree with that, but I, I thoughts come and go like they're literally thoughts are literally the psyche just expressing itself that's why you think things that don't really make sense sometimes and we're constantly trying to attach meaning but you know what you can control you can go to the gym or you can go on a walk or you can <laughs> you can like that's something that you can like do to actually like take some autonomy over over what's going on in that symbiotic relationship between the mind body and soul like you, you can't really control your thoughts, but but you can like allow yourself to work with your thoughts and you can allow yourself to work with your body. And I don't know. I just think it's so powerful. It's so fucking powerful. That's why I just love this 30 day flow thing. I don't know. This just is all encompassing. Yes, so I just want to go back to when you first started your podcast, how you've evolved over time. I just kind of I'm always fascinated by entrepreneurs and creators and how their process and and sort of mission has changed like over time. What would you say like your mission is for like what you're doing like with the podcast and with your new platform that's coming out? That's such a good question. It's kind of a big question. It's a big question. I feel like it really goes back to like how the podcast started and how I wanted it so badly to like be for me. And like mm -hmm. I just automatically off the bat, I fell in love with podcasting and I I listened to podcasts like so often, like literally every day I'd listen to like three podcasts like I consumed that content like mm -hmm. and you know, starting it with somebody else originally and me just wanting it so much more than this person did. 
my original like host that I had like they I just wanted it like it was my calling and not theirs and even though um it was that dynamic I still constantly was trying to elevate this this other person and to allow them to be the star and to and always setting them them up for good questions and setting them up to channel and whatever they needed to do like I was always like focusing on another person and it's so interesting that my personal life journey and the business life journey kind of have intersected where I realized I was pouring so much of my energy um, into somebody else (laughs) and to allowing them to be the best version of themselves. I think I was really doing that because I was scared of my own power and I was scared of how big and amazing it could be on my own. And going in... I was really scared because like once you have something be big and amazing, like there's that self-sabotage that comes in that tells you like, well, this responsibility is too big. This is too big. This is too overwhelming. My anxiety is going to get in the way. I'm not going to be able to quote unquote handle it. And I've just learned that I can. (laughs) And then that kind of like fast forward a little bit to the rebirth. That was like the scariest thing I ever did was to rebirth it on my own to like, hope that people would still love it, hope that people, you know, would still tune in and and to hope that I could grow it beyond my wildest dreams. And it already has. And I it's only the beginning. It's only been a year since the rebirth. And I think it was really like a prayer of stepping into my power and being like, I'm worthy of being heard. And I didn't think anybody wanted to hear what I had to say. I just didn't think that it was that important. Um, So I was constantly elevating somebody else and to come into the rebirth and to be like, okay, I am worthy of being seen. Like I do have something to offer the world. Like I do, I, I, I give a fuck about this. Like I care so much and this is what I want and stepping into that power in my business life, but also in my personal life. And like, I'm not even in a speaking relationship with that person anymore because like they did not want to like support me like you know and it's just like I had to like one in my business choose myself and one in my personal life choose myself and it's like it was such this parallel of being like okay the bigger picture is has nothing to do with this other person either it's literally like I wasn't willing to put myself at the foreground because I was too fucking scared of success or failure. I was too fucking scared of letting myself down, of letting other people down. I was I was scared to, you know, not have it go the way that I wanted it to go. Like I was scared of so many things and I think when I chose to do the rebirth, I was just like this is what I want. Like it doesn't even matter the outcome. And it still like has evolved into that like even more. Like I'm not here to like get to a final destination like everything with the podcast, I think of as one foot in front of the other. I always go back to a project mindset. So I think as a creative and an entrepreneur, this is super important for me. And I don't know if anyone else will resonate with this, but I personally don't work well with the bigger picture. That's like not how my mind works. Like I need to focus on this present moment and what I can do now to take aligned action towards what I want. And of course, you know, I have an intention for, you know, my next goal or my next checkpoint that I want to get to, but I never really focus on that. 
I really focus on the project at hand. So if that's an eight week season or a four week season or, you know, working, you know, on merch and having that be a little project or working on my community and having that be a project, I'm constantly focusing on the project at hand. And for me, that takes like all this overwhelmingness and like the bigness and and and, and how just overwhelming it is to think about the big picture. And I go like, okay, no, it's not about that. Like, it's not about where I'm going. It's about where I am. And I've realized that if I can focus on a project mindset and really work on just like doing whatever the next best step is, like that's going to get me to the bigger goal in the, in the end. And I've noticed with a lot of my friends who say that they want to, you know, do something really big, but they haven't even gotten started. It's because that they're so overwhelmed by the final destination that they don't even want to start with the small project. And if you can get rid of the big mindset and even like, forget about it, forget where you're going. Because like my friend asked me, she was like, Kayla, like, where do you see skinny dipping being five years from now? Like, she's like a spiritual friend of mine, like has manifested like millions of followers, like literally is like so in touch with that. And I was like, I hope it's just beyond whatever this little brain up here can think of <laughs> like yeah i just be bigger and better than me in this moment can can imagine and that is the goal that is the goal for it to go beyond my wildest dreams for it to go beyond the goals and i'm just setting that you know ceiling of abundance that never ending ceiling that'll con consistently go up because i'm not trying to get to an end result what i'm doing is focusing on the project at hand and pouring my love into that and and the act of creation in itself is like such such a prayer of power <laughs> and being like i i'm fucking doing this like i'm creating something like it came from an idea and now it's in the physical world and every single time i do that and each single project that i complete and i finish each season each you know shadow workbook or whatever i'm working on in that moment like when I, what I realize is like each time I do that, I build confidence within myself and I fall deeper in love with myself. And I, and I realize that I can do it and I'm doing it. And, and, you know, people can have ideas all they want, but if they're not putting in the actionable steps to get where they want to go and taking the aligned action towards what they want, like what, what, what good are those ideas? Like, I believe that these ideas were given to us. Like these are downloads, like these are messages from source or the universe or God or whatever you believe in literally saying like this idea chose you like this idea chose you to come into this physical reality it has an energy of its own and it's going to have a life of its own as well but you have been given this idea to be the vessel for its creation and I think you know this whole journey has been realizing that I am really fucking powerful <laughs> and I can fucking do whatever I want with life. And also I can put myself out there and be like, I believe in myself. And even though this is scary, I'm going to do it anyway. And it's, and it's about, you know, not to say like, it's about me, but it is about me. Like it is about my journey and like realizing that I am good enough on my own. And I think it's just been a crazy relationship between the business and the personal world because I've also realized that in my personal life that I am enough on my own, like, and I'm good enough on my own. And I think that having that project mindset and using those projects to build confidence towards the truth that I'm good enough, that I'm worthy of, you know, speaking my truth and allowing other people to hear me. 
every single time I do that, I build confidence towards the person that I want to be. And it's not about the end goal because the end goal is going to be bigger and brighter and more abundant and, and more amazing than I could ever have come up with in the beginning. You know, mm, I love so, so beautiful to watch you and to have seen your progress like through the past like three ish years. Crazy. Um, oh, my God. No, thank yeah. you. Thank you so much for saying that, because. Yeah, no, that really just hit me hard because like you said in the beginning, like to go back to that, you're like, you're of course in it, in the journey. And like, there's constantly that thought of moving forward and what's next. And what I've really been learning is after I complete a project <laughs> um, to really sit in the gratitude of like, damn, I fucking did that. Like, mm -hmm. I think we're really taught to play small because- mm -hmm. I don't because capitalism profits off our insecurities, like to say the least. So we're taught to play small. We're taught to be like, oh, no, like be humble, like be humble. Don't mm -hmm. like don't brag about your things, whatever. Not like humble and bragging are the right words, but like it's like, no, be like, I fucking did that. And like have people in your life that you can call up and you can be like, this is what I'm fucking doing. Isn't that fucking amazing? And it's so important to have those people because not everyone's going to be that for you. Like I have mm -hmm. some people who are my best friends, like since high school that I fucking love. Like I have such an, I'm an unconditional love girly, especially with my friends. Like I am, you, you could kill somebody and I'd be like, okay, let's bury the body and work through this and get you a lawyer. Like I, <laughs> I'm an unconditional love girly and I have friends that I can't, I love them unconditionally. And I, don't want to cut them out. I want, I want, if somebody wants to be in my life, I want them in my life. Um, but I can't tell them about the great things going on because I know that their judgment or insecurities are going to project on, onto what's going on for me. So I'm really careful about who I share my things with and who I step into that gratitude with, but having one or two people, like I have like my boyfriend, my mom, my friend, Sydney, and, um, I can be like, this is what's fucking going on. Isn't that fucking crazy? And I know that they're going to put their shit to the side and not project onto me. And it's so important to have those people that you can also talk about that gratitude with. Because mm -hmm. yes, it's so important to sit in it with yourself. But when you speak it out, it just amplifies that energy so much. And when you can like bounce that energy off of someone and be like, isn't that fucking sick what's happening? Like, but then it's the worst feeling, right? When you think somebody's going to be there for you and you tell them something really exciting in their life and you hear, you he you start to almost like hear their negative self-talk in their mind and you realize like, fuck, I shouldn't have told them. <laughs> like mm -hmm. I should. So it's so important to like know who those people are in your life and know that, you know, you can also have a friend who's not that person for you, but you can still love them unconditionally and know you just like don't share that shit with them. Like literally one of my best friends, like, I don't share shit with her until after <laughs> it's over. She'll be like, Kayla, why didn't you tell me? Like this, she's like my best friend. She's like, why didn't you tell me? I'm like, yeah, I was just keeping to myself, you know, holding all the energy <laughs> in while I was like creating it. But I'm like, girl, I'm not going to tell you because you're going to be like, compare it and make it about you. And that's just not what this is about right now. Like, so I think it's so important to have those like one or two or three people in your life that you can be like, let's sit in the fucking gratitude of what I just fucking did and know that they're your supporters. Like, you know, that trend that's going around on TikTok, like the lightning McQueen. Yes. And it's like the cars, the cars. And it's like, <laughs> I'm like, yes, you need people in your life who are going to show up for you like that. And who are just going to like 
support you unconditionally. Like literally my best friend who I do share things with, like she fucking hates her job. Like she like has so much that she could project onto me, but she like every single time I come to her, she always like, it's so separate and you can feel it. You can just, you can just feel when someone's unconditionally wow. showing up mm-hmm. for you versus like, um, versus when someone's making it about themselves. Like you can see it in their eyes almost. I don't know mm-hmm. how to put it, but you know what I mean? You're a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. You have the lie detector. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I just I know. know. <laughs> the Scorpio, the Scorpio is the human lie detector. Like I'm a Scorpio red, <laughs> you're a Scorpio sun. Like it is like, you just, you know, like, that's why mm-hmm. I've made so many amazing friends through social media and people don't really have that same experience. Um, like they find a lot of people find that like social media friends can be really fake. And, you know, I was talking to one of my friends about that and, and I was like, yeah, I just have really good luck. And she's like, Kayla, you don't have luck. She's like, you just know people like before you even know them, you know them, you can read their energy, you can see what they're about and you can mm-hmm. tell if you guys are going to get along or not. And that's why you always choose to invest your energy into people who, you know, you could potentially have a connection with. And I'm like, yeah, you're actually so right. Like, you're I know, right. <laughs> I know immediately, like, if somebody is worth like investing my time in, not that they're not worth it, like just worth it for me personally, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to connect. And it's such an important skill to have for sure, for sure. And tap yeah. into that. Like literally the more that you can say like and affirm to the universe that you feel like you're like psychic or sixth sense or like your claircognizance or, or clairvoyance is like coming in. The more that you can affirm that, the more that you will see it, the more that you recognize like, your abilities coming through and you say like oh wait that was like a little psychic moment or oh shit I predicted that or oh shit I knew that like oh shit I manifested that like whatever it is like when you um when you recognize that you'll notice like it's coming in more and more so like take a second Mm. and be like damn like I'm something's coming in and like you do like Scorpio (laughs) is like such a um like a visionary healer uh foreseer energy kind of so yeah you definitely have that in you 100 percent. i can just mm-hmm. tell when you were talking earlier about being sort of scared of your own power like that is what i'm going through right now of basically allowing myself to show up fully and and like experiment with how that feels like in my body of like basically not being scared of my own power anymore and that's something that has come up multiple times recently of like how scary intuitive I am and I don't know what it is because I know that there's like the claircognizant clairvoyant whatever like I'm not really sure what it is yet but Mm -hmm. it's always so wicked accurate with like my readings of people and I'm I'm really excited to like experiment more with that and like tap in and start noticing it so thanks for reminding me to do that because I think there's something there that I could definitely yeah it's like, this is your fucking come up story. Like, mm-hmm. that's why when I think about everywhere that I want to be, I'm just like, nah, 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 nah. I don't need to be there right now. This is my come up story. Like, <laughs> when I'm like everywhere that I want to be in more, like, I'm going to be like, that's where I was then. Like, I'm sitting in my parents' house right now. Like, yeah, like, you know, I am moving towards like a version of success, but still, like, I'm back in with my parents. Like, I'm doing like, like, you know, like little things like that. It's like, we, need to know that this is like our come up story and like that's Mm -hmm. just like so fucking cool and so fucking exciting and like everything that we want will will be there as long as we continue to take the aligned action towards it and Mm -hmm. you know if you really check in like sometimes I'll do a little check-in like in a deep meditation and be like okay first first number that comes to head 
comes to my head, like that's when this manifestation is going to come in or something like that. Like how long does it take for me to get there? And just checking in with your intuition and being like, okay, three years from now, I feel like I'll be at that checkpoint for me, you know? And like that feels, Mm -hmm. that feels real. And that feels like what feels in alignment with me. And I think it's a really, really fucking powerful that you're so curious because I think that's exactly where you need to be right now. Because as you learn to like heal those thought patterns and like begin to speak about them, I I really see you making a huge impact for real. I I think you're brilliant. Oh my God. I think the same of you and thank you. But before we hop off, I would love for you to just explain what your new community is that you're launching and anything else that you would like the audience to know about that you've been working on and in your world. Thank you. Little plug moment. So basically I have premiered a soul in progress community. Um, This is going to be an app or a website and it's a community where you can come and share your resources. And also I'll be posting lots of resources around like guided breath work and meditations and EFT tapping and and live workshops with guests and all that good stuff is going to be there. But it's also a place for um the community to also share their downloads and and their what they're going through and and what's inspiring them and the resources that are inspiring them if there's an amazing podcast it's basically like a facebook instagram chat space like all in one like but it's for social media so it's about allowing ourselves to explore what it means to focus on social media when it comes to education alignment connection community and abundance and and that's what I have going on. So go check that out. I'll have the link when I, um probably in this in this um, podcasting. I'll send you the link for it. And then I am the podcast host of Skinny Dipping. So you guys can go check that out. That is my baby. That is my love. Skinny Dipping is a podcast where we talk about the mind, the body and the soul in order to create actionable change in our lives. And yeah, it, it is the place. I think a really good follow up for this conversation would be. Hmm. Oh my God. I feel like less analysis paralysis. I think that's how it starts and more aligned action. That's a mini episode. Uh, Go check that out guys, because I think that talks about the project mindset a lot and how to kind of get out of that analysis paralysis and into a space of creating. I think that would be a really good follow-up episode for anybody listening to this point. Now we talked for a long time. I'm so grateful for anyone here who is listening and I love you all. Um, and yeah my instagram of course is sundays kk and skinny dipping diaries and that's where you can find me i'm kayla rose